everybody. Welcome to another episode of Binge or Cringe. Today we're going to be going over The Last of Us Episode 6. Don't know if it had a name or not, but we're going to break it down piece by piece for you all. So, Bohan, how are you right now? I'm alive. You are alive. I have to check. You're never entirely sure. No cordyceps have taken over your mind yet and turns you into a fungus, bro. Unfortunately not. Oh, you'll have your time, buddy. We all do. Um, so The Last of Us Episode 6, just watched it. We're gonna break it down. Spoilers all ahead. If you haven't seen it yet, uh go ahead and see it and come back or just get spoiled. That's up to you. But it's gonna be all spoilers from here on out. So, Mr. Bohan, I'm gonna ask you first to just let me know overall. What did you think of the episode? Were you entertained? Were you disappointed? How are you feeling? Uh, it was a slow episode. Um, but there was a lot of like character growth and development in this episode. I can appreciate that, but it was overall pretty slow. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's still a good show. Acting was really good. Uh, not really too much in the way of like special effects to be used in this episode because this is another episode without any fungus bros. No and fungus uh, bros. I think the only thing that was really probably CG was just the monkeys. Yeah, the mo- there was the monkeys. I, don't think I anything mean, else was CG. I'm still impressed by the cinematography, I guess, of the show where they show these big landscapes that are usually ruined and stuff. Even when they were out in the forest and there was no ruined landscape, they were just out in nature. But I still kind of enjoyed the cinematography of it. But you're right. This was a much more simpler episode. Uh, This was an emotional episode, but it did not really have a lot of stakes, although it, it had emotional stakes, but it didn't have any real physical stakes uh nobody was there was little moments here and there obviously towards the ending there were some major physical stakes which we'll talk about but um yeah this this episode was interesting (laughs) 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 Uh, i'm so clever i get it I i didn't do that on purpose at all so this episode, I was I kept racking my brain to try to remember what happened during this period of time in the video game, and I actually did a little bit of research after I watched the episode uh, to kind of refresh my memory. And again, it was extremely accurate to the video game. I actually I thought something different happened at that settlement than I remembered, but that's actually something that happens later on. So I was kind of working under the impression, like, wow, they cut out so much stuff out of this, but that's actually not happening yet all points the whole point being you're right this is a slow episode there wasn't as much going on some really really good acting i think this one was more for um got to see a little bit more pedro pascal kind of you know flex his acting muscles in this one and i still really really enjoyed his performance yeah like i said this this episode This episode was really big, which is character development, and and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I just overall, it's it was just a slower episode. I was still entertained. I I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I will say they did cut back on action overall, though, um, because I'm still pretty sure during this period of time in the video game, you there were you know plenty of skirmishes, plenty of like you know stuff that needed to be fought, especially the part at the end where they fought like a couple of dudes. They fought a ton of dudes, I think, when they were in the university in the video game. So that got cut a lot, um, which is a little disappointing. <clears throat> um, I would like to see a little more action going on during the episode. I definitely think that that emotional stuff have to, has to be in there. And I like that they're still building the relationship between Joel right, and Right, because if they, if they didn't... Vital. If they didn't do that, whenever they did get into situations that are like, you know make or break situations we're not going to have very much value to either of those characters if we don't see their relationship you know strengthen and stuff like that i totally get why they're doing it yeah it's at the core and it of makes the sense. story and i get that i still feel like they could have had a little bit more high stakes stuff happen during this episode that uh you know would still i don't think would have ruined it or anything but i don't i don't you know i don't hate the decision it just keeps it from being 
a better episode, I guess. Like it could have been better, but I get what they're doing. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it per se. I, I think the level for this show is just so high right now too, because they really haven't misplaced at all. So you kind of feel like you have to nitpick a little bit to find bad things about this show, I guess. I mean, if I'm going to say anything negative about the show, it's going to be that there just isn't enough fungus bros. That's really, yeah, it does. that's really I mean, the only thing that, uh, that I could say that is a Debbie downer for me. But other than that, I mean, I think the show's great. Yeah. The dialogue's very solid. A lot of it is straight from the video game. Some of it, like we said in the past is, you know, uh, a little improv. There's some scenes in this that were very, very famous dialogue scenes from the last of us. And I think I am really blown away by Bella Ramsey's performance as Ellie. I really am. Um, I mean, I've said it every time, but she is so good as Ellie, like as Ellie. She she's totally incomplete. I mean, I I watched some stuff from the video game, and I'm I was just like, holy shit, she she just is Ellie. There's no, yeah, there are. Uh, there's no difference here. She plays it so incredibly well. There's some videos out there that have like side by side comparisons, like of scenes from the video game with scenes from the show, and it's it's, it's actually kind of cool how how close some of the scenes are to some of the like, you know, scenes from like the video game and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I love Pedro Pascal too. But the one thing I'll say about his Joel is I think it's a little different than the video game Joel, which again, it's not a bad thing. Uh, He, he encompasses the character plenty enough, but Bella Ramsey's just straight, exactly the same character as the one from the video game. So she continues to do an incredible job. Um, yeah, so I, I like the episode. I would have liked to see a little bit more high stakes things going on, but they've they've done this a couple times. We talked about the Bill episode where there's not a lot of stakes in that episode. Uh, there were a couple here and there, but for the most part, it was it was kind of a different side of the Last of Us universe, which is fine. It, it's it's part of the story. It needs to be in there, but I do feel like they could have given us a little bit more than they did. I guess, especially with the college, the university part, because I think that was a lot longer and a lot bigger in the video game than what they did in the uh, in the show. Plus, there was a lot more things that, of interest in there that they didn't really go into at all, which was kind of surprising. Like, like the university thing really ended abruptly for me, which is kind of surprising because they look like they did a really good job of um they put a lot showing, of work into that they set. put a lot of work into the set i thought they would want to do more with it than what they ended up doing because it looked exactly like the video game it was really incredible how cool. perfect whenever they whenever they showed up there i was really intrigued to what went down there because they just up and left i was yeah. like wow why would they just leave in the video game there's a lot of hints as to what's going on there and they may have a whole whole new plan maybe maybe they're not done with that university because in the video game i think they would be but maybe in, in this story, they're going to change that up. Um, I guess we'll get into that later. But I guess let's overall, I enjoyed it. I liked it. But let's go chronologically here. Uh, let's start from the very beginning of this episode. Uh, <laughs> right at the beginning, we see an elderly couple. <laughs> and I actually uh, really like this elderly couple. Yeah, this was especially the lady. She gave zero shits. And it was kind of funny. Really give any shits either. I like the like. This remind me of my parents. Like it's just like a conversation between two old, <laughs> an old couple. It's like yeah, that's exactly how they would act with each other. <laughs> I like how Joel. You're kind of seeing him as more of a, you know, he still can uh, be a the the bad guy role of trying to like right. hold up a couple of old people, but he he doesn't seem to have it as much anymore. Or maybe the old people were just, they called him out on it and he's like, all right, I, I really just need some help here. Are you guys able to help? Kind of. And Ellie's probably part of the reason that kind of fell apart too. Cause she doesn't, she doesn't do bullshit that well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was an, it was an interesting scene. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to see how some people are dealing with the whole problem, uh, the whole situation. I just like, I just liked how they were like, yeah, so before this whole fungus bro thing even happened, like, this is how we were already living. 
Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really affect them. It, it didn't affect them at all. Like, they're just like, ah, yeah, we don't care. You know, it's whatever. And uh, I, I just, I liked how they didn't even know what fireflies were. Like, <laughs> that yeah. just shows how isolated that they have kept themselves throughout this entire time. There's some fun dialogue. Like, there's firefly people now. It's like. <laughs> You would think that would be a stupid thing to say, but there are people turning into mushrooms. So, I mean, yeah, right. it's yeah, not I mean, that crazy sure. for people to turn into fireflies at this point, especially if you have no information. And these people, if right. they're living out in the middle of nowhere, they probably have no fucking clue why any of this shit happened. Um, they talked about the reservation and stuff. And... It doesn't seem like they even care. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do give a shit. I mean, they, they're aware enough to know that they need to be. Well, they know avoid, people. avoid fungus bros and other people, but other yeah. than that, like they're just like, yeah, life is just proceeding as normal here. Yep, just out in nature by themselves, just chilling. It's uh, because you would think that those would be the last two kinds of people to survive would be old people. You know, they're both kind of overweight. They're not exactly like huh. the people you would think would be surviving more than anybody else, but they know how to live off the land, kind of like Bill. Yep. So. They are going to survive. They know They'll probably doing. survive until they die of natural causes. That seems very accurate to me. Um, so they get semi directions from the elderly couple who <laughs> kind of blow them off because they just don't care. Like you can kill us. It's whatever. <laughs> and then Joel, as he's leaving, looks to be having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Like a and... panic attack or some sort of like PTSD. Yeah. And I was really intrigued by this um, as a person who has tons of panic attacks himself. I'm always interested when I see someone try to do a panic attack on screen because a lot of times you could see it be super overdone. Panic attacks do not look like a person like <laughs> and they start running around like the room. That, that's that's not how a panic attack usually works or manifests. Yeah, Joel's was actually very because you just kind of stop what you're doing and uh you just kind of lose track of everything else. Your heart rate yeah. starts to pick up. You're you're not really knowing what to do, so you just kind of freeze up like that. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I felt like his representation of that was pretty accurate. Yeah, I, it's it it's very subtle, and I, I like his like subtle like you knew something was off, and he reaches for his heart because right. your heart feels weird and stuff. Um, so I wasn't sure at first. I was like. Like, is it a panic attack or is he like actually having a real chest problem? And then I was, uh, and then when Ellie like is pushing and pushing and pushing to figure out what's going on, I'm like, yeah. Cause when I think of panic attacks being shown in uh, media, I think of like Iron Man 3 with Robert Downey Jr., which to me is still the best I've ever seen of an acted out panic attack. The way he did it was incredible. And again, it was a kid in that movie too who was egging him on and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids, they're not the most useful uh, help. Are you gonna to die? Are you dying? What, what are, are you doing? dying? Are you dying? <laughs> are, are you going to die right now? It's like this is not <laughs> the conversation we want to be having. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting because that's something I don't think that is explored at all in the video game. But it makes perfect sense. I mean. You'd think everybody would be having panic attacks constantly if they have time to panic <laughs> in this world. It's uh it's 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 interesting. I like that little addition that they add to Joel's character. And it makes sense too because of what he does later on um when they get to Jackson. So I, I did want to bring that up because I thought that was an interesting change that they added that yeah. I think is actually a really good thing to change. It adds more one of to things, his character. That was one of the things I was wanting to ask you if it's if that's in the game. I don't think so. Maybe it was like I've missed stuff that I forgot was in the game. So it's possible, but I feel like I would have remembered that he was having panic attacks. Um, that I don't think so. At best, he might have been having some like flashbacks and stuff. Like that stuff, I think happened, but I don't think he had a straight up panic attack, at least not the same way that it's represented here. So I, I think that's cool. They also are kind of just going around hunting and stuff. And they have this interesting conversation about the vaccine and about what they would do in the future. More character building in this moment and stuff. Uh, Joel says he would make a sheep farm and stuff. And I guess Ellie's alluding to wanting to be an astronaut, even though that's totally impossible at this point in time, as 
as uh, extremely unlikely as it would be even outside of an apocalypse. But it's interesting because Ellie Ellie does represent this like hope uh, that Joel just simply doesn't have or is trying not to have. Yeah, he's trying not to have it. He's distancing himself from it, and he's trying to keep himself distanced from it to not have any sort of attachment to almost any hope because he's afraid of losing it because every sort of ray of hope that he's had in his life up to this point is just, you know, gone. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's kind of starting to slip with him. Like, he's starting to have hope. He can't help he, it. He is. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and he, he doesn't he, like he it. Keeps trying to, <laughs> he keeps trying to push it away, but... Uh, I think some of the panic attacks, oddly enough, are actually probably more related to having hope than not having hope, which is very ironic when you think about it. But yeah, yeah, I think that actually has a lot more to do with it. And I think it just shows how hopeful Ellie is that she's like, "Ah, I want to go to the moon like crazy to think you could do that when they get the vaccine. But it's just she's a kid and she still has hope, the hope of a child. Um. So they have tons of conversation moments, tons of character building again. Love these two. They've done a great job of reinterpreting these characters, which were, like we said earlier, so incredibly vital to the whole story. And then they um, get approached by a bunch of horses (laughs) and uh, people with guns. And this was interesting because I wasn't exactly sure how this was going to go with the dog. And interesting <laughs> that they even had a dog that could sniff for that. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Is that is that in the game? I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense either. Because I kind of figured they just would have had those, uh, like those devices that they were using, yeah. like earlier in the show that you know either popped up red or green depending on if you were infected. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they didn't. But then again, those are Fedra devices, I think. So if they're trying to stay so far off Fedra's radar, maybe that would. Right, but who's to say that like some of the people that they brought in before they already have one? Right, didn't have one, or they encountered Fedra soldiers, or killed Fedra soldiers, or stole from Fedra yeah. soldiers. Whichever. It's kind of surprising considering there's like hundreds of, yeah, like there's like hundreds of people there. You think one of them would have had one of those but, things? But how did they teach I mean, a dog to sniff for it? I, I mean, the world that they live in is infested with them. So it's really not out of the realm of possibility that, and I mean, some people say that like dogs can also like detect if somebody, I I don't know if this has been proven or not. So don't like destroy me. But um, some people have said that like dogs are able to like pick up like cancer and stuff like that in people. So Hmm. I, I wouldn't say that's completely out of the realm of extreme possibility that it could pick up cordyceps in somebody. I'm just curious about the process of how it did that. <laughs> like the process of teaching a dog to do that or how I they mean, figured sure, out that he could do that. You got to think dogs, dogs have such heightened senses over us with like, you know, smell and stuff like that. So I'm sure that they're, they were able to just train it. Like, all right, you, you smell this person. Like this person is bad. Like you, you react bad to this and then this person is good. So you react good to this. Mm-hmm. So like, and I mean, if they've had, dead fungus bros laying around they could be like you see this this is a fungus bro you need to be able to smell fungus bros you need to be able to detect fungus bros i'm sure they use the word fungus bros when they said that <laughs> i like to think that that's what they all say but anyway i, I wasn't sure if the dog was gonna in because the infection is there with ellie but it's it hasn't there, yeah it hasn't uh obviously the spread the way it red on her which which is why Joel was so concerned. And I did think that the dog was going to probably sense it. Again, I'm not sure if that was in the video game or anything, uh, but I I definitely remember in the video game that Joel was concerned they were going to find the bite mark that she still has. Although I don't know how healed it is at this point. Like, I guess it would still show. Doesn't she have a few bike marks? <clears throat> bike marks? Bite yeah, marks she's, she has been bitten more than once. That's true. So some She of got bit by uh, one of the clickers, right? Yeah, I think so. Although, still, it's been a while because it's about three months since uh, right, Sam right. and We're Henry. Three out. Yeah. But I'm sure like something like that biting you would definitely at least leave a scar. Yeah. But either way, they find out they're good, and uh, they ultimately end up going to Jackson, which is a big settlement basically in the middle of nowhere, which has managed to get electricity through a dam, 
uh, that they passed nearby. Basically the perfect area. And the interesting thing about this area, at least as of now in the story, again, I'm not going to reveal anything through video games and I can't even remember what happens with the settlement in the video games. But, you know, there was they kind of present it as if there's something really wrong with the settlement or probably is. And again, they could still say that there is later in the show. But at least in this episode, it ends up being pretty legit. You know, they that, like there was all these concerns because the elderly couple said like somebody's throwing dead River bodies and stuff, <laughs> river of death, and this is the settlement on the other side, and they're all happy and nice. And every every time you see this in one of these like post apocalyptic shows, that there's nice thing like huh, we'll see. They took all the weapons. Ellie's really defensive about the weapons being taken, and Joel kind of is too. Although Joel obviously is more focused on his brother, which we'll talk about in a second. But I did find it interesting that Jackson overall did turn out to be legitimate at least in this episode I thought that was interesting too once once she was and they let them go too yeah once she was explaining like everything that they had like they're like oh we have you know a theater and we have um a restaurant we have this and that and she's like we use the bank as a prison but you know fortunately we haven't had to put anybody in there i was like oh well mm-hmm. this this is actually kind of a good sign that they don't have anybody in their prison <laughs> yeah and it was interesting because i was thinking like i wonder if they'll let them leave um, that's what i was mainly because, wondering because i thought maybe it might be a great Tommy, place but they'd be like you're not getting out of here though yeah, because you you'll tell people about because us. there's a risk you'll tell someone else about it that's that's what i was thinking and because mm-hmm. whenever joel and tommy are having a conversation like about like you know, leaving and taking Ellie to the Fireflies and stuff like that. And Tommy's yeah. like, no, like, I can't go. I was like, uh-oh. I was like, once you're in this place, you must not be allowed to leave this place. That's how they've, like, That's where I thought map. it was going to go, Um, since I don't remember the video game well enough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we get we get to see the reunion between Joel and Tommy, Um, which... It, it's also funny, during this reunion, like, Tommy's like, what are you doing here? And Joel's like, I came to save you. But clearly, like, Tommy's perfectly fine where he's at. Like... Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another irony of the, like, yep. <laughs> the way that they kind of keep presenting it. And, and I like it because it keeps you on the edge because you don't know what's going to end up happening. You think, oh, Tommy must be in a terrible position. Turns out he's in the best place possible, yeah, better than any place Joel has been to. A really good spot. He's in a great spot. And, uh, <laughs> You know, this place is actually a great place. They're not actually doing anything bad, even though it's giving you all the telltale signs that something's very wrong with this place. But at least in this episode, the only thing really, the only thing they do is defend themselves. And I mean, that's that's perfectly reasonable. It's perfectly reasonable. And they have a dog tell you if you're infected or not. And if they find out you are, they'll kill you, which is pretty reasonable in this situation. Unless you really want to be a fungus, bro. I don't think they care if you really want to be a fungus bro. I don't think they'll be like, hey, you can be a fungus bro. Have fun. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they would have killed them if they found out they were fungus bros. But Tommy and Joel end up having this heart-to-heart conversation eventually uh, after Tommy tells Marie and him are together. Um, and during this heart-to-heart, he tells him that he's having a baby. And Joel is obviously Which is why happy he can't leave. This. Because yeah. he's, he's going to be a dad. That's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's just and weird some, how that played and out. Some words like, are said that are, yeah, mm. it's kind of, kind of, uh, kind of dickish of Joel. Cause he's like, well, I guess we'll see if you're going to be a good dad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course. And I like that. Well, basically since the first episode, there hasn't been much at all. That's been brought up about what happened to Joel with Sarah um to this point in the story it's kind of you know we all know about it we all have <laughs> have it in the back of our mind but we haven't actually seen that talked about at all till this episode which to me makes sense or at least not much so and of course joel says that and tommy brings up uh sarah more or less uh to kind of take a slight jab at joel basically like just because you have nothing to live for doesn't mean I can't, you know, live. Or he said something. But I mean, that's that kind effect. of that's kind of a reasonable thing to say, though, because he's like, listen, Joel, it is like, a reasonable thing to say. Just because, just because mean, you don't have, you know, harsh. any more hope in the world, doesn't mean that I can't. Like, 
Yeah. You know, I, even though you're not looking forward to things, I am looking forward to things and I'm looking forward to being a dad. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, at least at that point, Joel doesn't tell Tommy the full story about what's going on with Ellie. So doesn't get to know exactly why this bothers Joel as much as it does. Um, and as he walks out, he has panic attack number two <laughs> as he's walking out of the uh, out of the conversation, which, again, what's interesting to me is that both of these panic attacks are happening like in some of the most safe situations that they could, which, again, is kind of how panic attacks tend to work. <laughs> yeah, they don't typically happen when you have a reason to panic, which is why you almost panic more. So I, I like that little subtle de- – I like these little subtle details as a person who's got panic issues. So, I mean, I, I like that they did it that way, that he you know panics in a perfectly normal situ- uh, situation, and then he starts to be concerned. Um, They also show at this point Ellie is getting the haircut from Maria, and Ellie also discovers the little memorial to – Kevin, which I guess is Maria's kid or used to be Maria's kid, and Sarah, which is where Ellie finds out that Joel had a daughter for the first time. And uh, this is a big deal for her, a big deal for her to understand. And she basically says that, well, now I understand him a little better. Yeah. Yeah. And she immediately will make that distinction of, oh, he sees me as Sarah or as a second chance at Sarah maybe or you know it, like she can put it together a couple different ways and her and Maria have a pretty uh I wouldn't say volatile conversation but it's it's uh it's got some bite into it you know Maria <laughs> gives it back basically like Ellie yeah. gives it and Maria's like oh okay I'm not just gonna <laughs> let you kind of yeah, I'm not just gonna take that. this <laughs> yeah she kind of gives it back more or less showing she's a fairly strong character she's not just but i also i also like how maria isn't like just straight up nasty with ellie like she's she's not nasty she's just kind of like a smart ass back to ellie and Mm -hmm. they're just kind of having like this smart ass bickering among each other back and forth but she more or less does tell her to be wary of who she trusts including joel isn't bad advice no (laughs) including her actually because i really like that uh I really like that line of dialogue that she says where those those that you trust are the only ones that can betray you. Yeah. And she brings it up because Ellie's more or less making it obvious that she doesn't trust Maria at all, which is interesting because Maria basically says, oh, well, that's probably smart. Like, you probably should be careful who you trust. Which right. reminds me of like Game of Thrones. I think Littlefinger said that in Game of Thrones. He's like, the best decision you ever made was not trusting me. <laughs> it was like like that whole kind of odd irony to it. I don't think Maria's as evil as Littlefinger, but that's another story. Uh, yeah, I don't see I that. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember that in the video game. <laughs> Spoiler on that. She doesn't seem the character type. Yeah, she's not crazy evil. Um, So... Around this time, they show that they have a movie theater, basically. And I remember this in the video game. This, I'm pretty sure, is straight from it. The fact of being able to rebuild a little bit more of society. I can only imagine what movies would be like for people at this point. Um, Not having it at all and suddenly being able to have it, especially for the kids who never had movies. I'm kind of curious what it's like for them in a world that doesn't even have films. But that's a different story. But I found... Just an odd thought that I would have. But also, Joe and Tommy have another conversation. And uh, this was probably my favorite scene in this episode. Just because, you know, Pedro Pascal really gets to show yeah, he, some acting in this. He does. And again, I I know that Joel does ask Tommy in the video game to take Ellie. I know that's a thing. Although I don't remember this conversation going the way it does, but I love what they added, assuming that they did add things, because I think they did. I love that they added that he's not taking it well anymore. Like he he's not able to just blow off the awful things that are happening. Like Henry and Sam is affecting him still. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been quite right since that day, even though he's been through so much for 20 years. It it, it appears to me that this is brand new for him. Like he is has no idea what's going on like he doesn't 
He's not like, oh, I'm having the panic attacks again. This is like he has no he's never had this before. That's that's the way right. it seemed. He's having nightmares that he doesn't understand and he's scared. And his brother I, is the only one that he can actually talk to about this yeah. stuff. Because Ellie's not gonna understand because she's just And he kid. doesn't she's want not... her to think lower right. of him as the protector anyway. So she doesn't want to think that he's scared and stuff. Um, or at least he doesn't want or at least he thinks that she doesn't want to see him that way. Um, but I, I love how like he plays this as like once he gets started opening up, he's just a river. He's just right. unloading so much crap because and this is I mean, the, only, only, this is the only chance that he's had because the last person that he was probably able to talk to in the slightest about this kind of stuff was probably Tess. Yeah, and she's Tess. been gone for so long now. And this is like three months later or maybe longer. So he, he hasn't Since been Tess, able to it's probably like four or five months. He, he hasn't right. been able to talk about this to anybody. And there's probably even stuff he didn't talk to us about Tess because once again, you know, he wants to be big, strong, burly man and doesn't mm-hmm. want, you know, to show any sign of so-called weakness. So, you know, this is the only opportunity that he has had to just dump the river of emotion out to be vulnerable basically right and it's i think it's a really cool thing to show the like i don't know if you consider joel a badass character but he is kind of or at least trying to embody that and to show him like being so sensitive and in so much pain from everything that's going on like he's not invulnerable to to what's happening around which i him. think that's that's a really like that's a really good approach to character development especially yeah. like it shows that he's not your stereo stereotypical i am big strong man with no emotion i feel yeah. nothing like <laughs> he doesn't just kill people like it's nothing like i mean right. like it has it's, an effect, it's, it's, it's or it definitely does hole. now and i also liked how he may have been that way before but he's not now because of ellie like he because he's so afraid that something's going to happen to her and he like he doesn't even know how to handle it because he's never he hasn't been in this situation for so long probably since Sarah. because he because he has somebody he can lose it scares him he's not yeah. I don't think he was afraid to die before Ellie and I think that's no and I mean that's that's the thing whenever shown. whenever people don't have anything to live for they don't really fear very many things at all it's whenever you actually have something or someone mm-hmm. that you care about that can be taken away for you like from you then then that's whenever you start to to fear things and to feel things. Yeah. And I love the I I, I really loved his performance here, Pascal. I think I think he did a was, really good it job. Great. It was I mean he did it was understated, but he was emptying out all yeah, of the emotions like, in that. It scene. wasn't like over the top like no ridiculous. Like it was it was it's very like, convincing. I mean he's it's like he's weeping like a child, but he's not like screaming or going crazy uh right i I think in general acting over the past 10 15 years has gone so much better with these moments like they're understanding it's so much more subtle you don't just explode most of the time so i think in general they've done better in all of acting but pascal does a really good job anyway this this next or what comes up pretty much next tommy does agree to do it which is interesting um because again, that happens in the video game, but I think it, it does show a lot about Tommy's character, what he'll, what he's willing to do for his brother, because right. uh, he's given up everything to do this. And once his brother was actually truthful with him, he was actually willing to do it, which I think uh, shows a lot about Tommy too. Like, he's, he, I don't think he would have done it if Joel wouldn't have told him the truth or really opened up to him. But after he did, he was willing to sacrifice himself basically uh bro good bro moment it is so the next big thing that we see is a scene that i think i'm finding more and more that there's just a ton of scenes from the video game that are extremely memorable (laughs) but this is one of them as far as a non-action just straight up dialogue scene this is probably the most famous in the video game which is the scene where um, Ellie now knows that Joel is going to leave her, although I don't know how she figured that out. I guess Tommy told her. I don't remember how 
she so she got was, the information, or was she? She was eavesdropping. <laughs> she was eavesdropping. Okay. Yeah. What, what did I just totally miss her doing that? Like, was that shown? So they don't they don't show her actually doing it, but they kind of hint at it because she leaves the the theater that they're in, and she's mm-hmm. walking around like out in the streets in the snow, and she more than oh. likely stumbles upon it and just kind of. See, I, I kind of like how they did that though, because they showed that she was out and about, but they didn't actually physically show us that she was eavesdropping. So us as the audience don't really even know what she's doing, but or she what she heard. So it kind of shows how sneaky she actually is, because she was listening, but yeah, we we didn't get to see it. <laughs> we also don't know what she heard, but I also like that that makes it so we well, are. She, it's she just says, us. Go ahead. She says what she heard because uh, she told because Joel asks her he's like so how much did you hear mm-hmm. and she basically catches the part of more or less leaving her and going with tommy yeah and i like how i also like that they didn't show her eavesdropping because it lets us just be about that conversation and not like right. ellie at the same time like that's not the point like the point was to let joel you know have his moment more or less Anyway, they they have the conver- they have the confrontation where Ellie brings up Sarah. This is like the dialogue is extremely close to what's in the video game. It's a little bit different in a couple of spots. Uh, some lines are left out and and everything, but it's still so well done. It's just so well put. I mean, the instantaneous when Joel hears about Sarah and like the instantaneous of no, we're not. We're not going right. There. Yeah, you you stop this conversation right now, right there. Like it, instantaneous, not gonna happen. This is not a conversation we're having. You know, like I obviously Joel never wanted her to know about Sarah at all, but like he's like, we're not playing the game. I am not having that thought. Like it, it it's just not gonna happen. And I actually think that I like this scene a little bit more than the video game in some places because of when she actually does the push, like. You know, everybody in my entire life has left me except fucking you. That that had a lot more impact, I think, in this than it did in the video game. And it was well, it's really like I I also like how Ellie is just straight up with this too, because she's like, "Listen, like I'm sorry about your daughter, but I've lost people too." Mm -hmm. Like she's trying to tell him, like, "You're not the only one that is that doesn't have anybody anymore. I don't have anybody either." Ultimately, it's a totally unreasonable thing for Joel to say that she doesn't know what loss is, like, just because he lost his daughter. (laughs) I mean, like, how many people have probably lost more than that? I mean, he's lost Tess, he's lost his daughter, he may have lost other friends in the last 20 years, I don't know. But, you know, everybody's lost stuff in this world, and Ellie just lost everybody that she's ever liked or known (laughs) to this point. And like she said, except Joel. And not only has she lost them to the fungus bros, she's lost them to just leaving her, which is even worse. Right. Some people some just ways. up and ditch her. Yeah. Yeah. So in some ways that's actually worse. So yeah, Ellie just doesn't take the BS. You know, she like <laughs> she's kind of like in this world, we can't do this kind of shit, you know. Yeah, she's not in... she's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. But she is pissed and she is heartbroken. Uh, that he would leave her to Tommy, even though, again, I don't know if she heard the whole panic attack stuff or like the issues that he's having, if that was a thing that she was factoring in or if that mattered to her or if she didn't hear that. But my point is like, either way, she's pissed and she has doesn't want any part in this. I will say in the video game, I think this elongates a lot longer. I don't think it's like instantaneously the next morning they have a, like a re uh what's the word reco they reconcile reconcile reconciliation i don't think there's a reconciliation that fast in the video game like a lot of this was kind of done a lot faster than it was in the game but i understand why (laughs) point being i think they did a really good job of reinterpreting the scene um a lot of the really important scenes in this they they have taken the dialogue almost straight from the video game with very little um changes and i'm a big fan of that i think that's a great way to do it i i I much prefer that than them to just totally change the scene and use a bunch of dialogue that doesn't make sense um so i i I think that's cool but they 
did basically stay true to the source material. And then, um, yeah. So the, then the next morning, Joel and Ellie, or Tommy heads out, planning on just taking Ellie, but Joel is there. He's mounting a horse, and he gives Ellie the option of which one they're going to go with, and Ellie instantaneously before yeah, he even I, I stops saying I, it. Just, yeah, just instantly, just, all right, let's go, and she mm-hmm. gives him, like, her stuff. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even fuck around at the idea. No hesitation. And I like that that also shows, like, she's instantly over the whole worrying about him betraying her, more or less. She's like, okay, now that there's a possibility we're back together, we're back together. I'm not like, yep. you know, I'm not holding this against you. Like, well, you were mean to me. Like, she's still no. probably pissed at him. So she, but she's, she just instantly, like, I, I really liked that. I thought that mm-hmm. was. I well, thought she was knows Joel. Moment. Like, Tommy's probably more able to do it, but she knows Joel. And they're, they're a, and I think this is the moment in the show where it's basically like, okay, well, they're linked now. There's no. That's that's what I got. No whenever, that. whenever, because Joel was opening up to her a little more while they were on horseback, like yeah. they were having, it was they were showing us more discussion between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were talking about football. Uh, she was asking about what Joel basically did before everything, like talking about like how he was a contractor and how he would mm-hmm. help build things, and uh, there, there's definitely. A change getting along between really, really right well yeah like they're obviously progressively getting along more and more but now that i think ellie knows about sarah and ellie knows more about him and that he thought he or that he planned on leaving her and then he comes back i think their relationship is just so close now i think they both have just kind of accepted it like okay we're close now there's no which obviously means anything happens we're crushed like you know that's that's what happens when you love somebody else you you're right you're crushed if something happens but it's almost like they're both kind of surrendering to that to some degree (laughs) that he'll see her as his daughter and she'll see him as his father whether they like it or not to some extent um and then ultimately they end up at eastern colorado university this is like i said the one part of the episode I'm a little disappointed in because I remember this being a much bigger deal than it looks like it's going to be in this show because they find a ton of stuff. I think as I remember it again, could be off with my memory. Yeah, of the this video just, game. Whenever they, I think got they here, find a lot in there, whenever they got here, this just seemed like a place to where it almost seemed like a place you could spend an entire episode in. So whenever yeah. I saw that this was, I was like, oh, so maybe what happens here is going to carry into next week's episode. And they were they were in and out of this place. I was like, wow. Because they had the whole university. Yeah. Like, they had a set and everything. They had outside, a inside, lot a lot of detail in, put into it. I think there was a lot of Easter eggs in this mission in the game because it shows all these different scientist notes and what they were working on because there was a whole science lab the whole medical clinic were there were there monkeys in the game there were monkeys in the game i do remember that in (laughs) fact that one scene where the monkey scares the shit out of him i'm pretty sure that's dead on from the video game because i remember that jump scare a stupid monkey scared the shit out of me in the game i remember because you thought it was going to be clickers (laughs) and all of a sudden like it's like that monkey just screams at you and jumps out the door that's like straight exactly from the game (laughs) but i was disappointed because like um from playing the video game, it is insanely close to the video game. I don't even know how they did it. Which makes me think the video game was based off an actual university exactly. Because they, literally that, like, I remember the little, um, just as they're walking in, they're talking, they go under a small little roof enclosure, like, entrance thing. I remember that exact spot. I remember that exact ruin in that exact place. It looks dead on the same as the video game almost to a scary degree because it all came back to me when they were walking through there i'm like my god this looks exactly like the video game and i was thinking but why would you not spend that much time there when you were maybe you took so much time getting or, or i would think they would have taken a lot of time to make it look so exact to the video do game. they go back to it after what happens to joel i don't think so um 
I think because they're, they're not that done there, but I could they're be not that far from it. And that's well, surely there would be a lot of now. medical supplies there. Yeah, I don't think that's how it goes in the video game. But then again, they don't have to do exactly the same thing. That's what I'm saying. Like they might end up going back to the university in this story, but I don't think they do in the video game. But I will tell you that the part that happens in the university takes a much, a much, much longer. And they deal with a lot more bandits, I think. And they yeah, because like <laughs> whenever they looked out the window and there were like five dudes, I was like, that's it. Just these five guys <laughs> that are being very loud and obnoxious and have already blown their cover because they're loud. And like, how have these guys made it this far? That Like, they're not being yeah. discreet at all. They're like, hey, let's go in here. And they're like screaming as loud as they like. <laughs> Well, I do remember that, <laughs> that in the video game too, but there were more of them, I think. I don't think it was just five dudes. I'm pretty sure you were trying to, you were like evading like dozens of them. Like they were all over the place, I think. Um, but uh, they decided not to go that route, at least, or not spend as much time there. And obviously, a video game and a TV show are going to be different. Like you can't just show Joel taking out each and every one of them individually. Like you do in a video game because it's not right, as interesting as it would you, be in a video game. You have obviously you have gameplay in a video game. Yeah. You have to you have, you have to, to let your, be doing something. You have to be doing something. And then in a show, it, it it's just it's so strange though, because they they put so much at least it looks like they put so much work into that set. Yeah, it really does. So for them to go through that so quickly and then the interactions they have with the bandits is really short. Really, really short. Like it's only like two minutes. So does that I, happen in the game? Does Joel get stabbed yes. by? I had to look stake? that up. A stake. Well, it's a little different because in the video game he falls out of like a window or something and lands on a stake. It goes uh, in the same area. Jesus. Yeah, really painful. I remember when that happened in the video game. I'm like, oh, I don't know how the fuck they're get out of this, and I won't tell you if they do. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah, because I actually, again, my memory of the fucking video game is terrible, though. I'm learning that more and more. I didn't realize the stake thing until I looked it up afterwards. I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Like, I Honestly, everything in this show can surprise me at this point because I don't remember shit. That's what I'm finding more and more (laughs) about the video game is I just don't remember almost anything. But from what I thought, I remembered that... uh, that it did surprise me when he like dropped dead or looked like he was dead. I'm like, oh shit, I don't remember this. But yeah, that is in the video game. I had to look it up. But yeah, he he does like pass out on his horse, and I'm pretty sure Ellie has the same moment where she's like, please, please be okay. Like I can't do this. Yeah, credit you. credit again to to Bella Ramsey. Like that was like she, she's just she doesn't know what to do. Bella Ramsey, she's got to be up for some awards for this. I'm sorry, like she is doing an unbelievable job i mean she's gonna be a star i'm i'm so impressed with her acting ability like i know a lot of people loved her in game of thrones but this is a whole nother level what she's doing this is this is a main role game of thrones she was just you know she she was was just a little bear a little bear she was a fun character but it wasn't like i i didn't know she had this much ability i'm i'm so impressed but yeah, I, I I do like that all the bad guys all sound exactly like they did in the video game, though. Like, they all say mother <laughs> motherfucker constantly, which is what they do in the video game. Like, motherfucker, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, they just <laughs> F-bombs galore uh, in the video game, and that's how everybody is that's like a bandit or a bad guy in this show, and I love that. I love that they're all just, like, <laughs> constantly throwing out the F-bomb nonstop. Um. But yeah, I would have liked to see more going on the university because I'm pretty sure there's just there's so many Easter eggs that they could have played around with. Um, but maybe, see, whenever, they'll, uh, maybe they'll do that in a different way. Whenever Joel was going through like the whenever they first got in there and Ellie was like, oh, there were definitely doctors here and there was some paperwork like laying on that little table and Joel was picking it up and looking at it. I was like, that has to be like some sort of journal entry collectible or something in the game that he's picking up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. I, I think they found out a lot about the Fireflies and what they were trying to do. At least I thought they did. But I do remember it ended in a similar way, which was Joel getting hurt. Although I think in the video game, Joel gets hurt and you have to keep like fighting bandits with Joel hurt, <laughs> which would have a whole other story they could have done with that. But they didn't go that route. 
I think you even play as Joel and you can barely see anything. It's a, I, I don't really remember. My memory is so fucking bad. Anyway, enough about my terrible memory. But that's the episode. Um, it's another good one. I, I, I do wish they would have done a little bit more with the university, though. And maybe they will. They, they still have future episodes. And uh, you can always tell me uh, that I'm an idiot because they do that in the video game. I, I don't know. <laughs> My memory is so <laughs> fucking bad. For all I know, that this could I mean, that's the only place I could thing. think of that has medical supplies that would be the closest to them right now. Yeah, but there are bandits right behind them, so I don't know. Now I have a question. I don't know. Out. I don't know if you'll know the answer to it or if it's even like a thing in the Fuck games. <laughs> so I've noticed that it's cold and snowy. Fungus bros are obviously fungus. Fungus doesn't do very well in the snow. Does the snow have any effect on the uh, cordyceps? AKA That's a good fungus question. Bros? Well, the interesting thing is the whole global warming idea that they kind of present in the first episode. That's not in the video game, but it kind of makes sense. So a part of me, like a part of me, was thinking, like, I wonder if the snow is an issue for the cordyceps, or at least global warming hasn't gotten so bad that the you know, there's no more snow or anything. Because it's obviously cold enough to snow. So yeah. it's at least 32 degrees or lower. Um, I, I'm i trying to remember if you ever does fought. Does it slow down their metabolisms or anything like that? Or are they just completely unaffected by it? I'm pretty sure I'm you really fight. Like... I'm pretty sure you fight fungus bros in the snow. Because when uh, I saw the, the snow, I was like, I was like, how do these things react to colder weather? Like freezing yeah. temperatures. I'm not sure what the science actually is behind that, but as far as I know, I, I definitely remember fighting them in the snow. I think especially in the second Last of Us, I think a lot of it takes place in the snow, or at least early well, in the game. I guess if anyone... And I'm pretty sure there's clickers and stuff. I guess to the 15 viewers that are going to listen to this or watch this, let us know in the comments. I, I, I'm kind of curious to if there is any lore with that. I'm a little curious about that too. I'm pretty sure though you do fight them in the snow sometimes, but I would imagine they won't be around those areas. But that's an interesting question. I don't know the science behind that either. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, please leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Definitely helps us. Five stars helps a lot. Uh, if you hated us, just don't leave a review. <laughs> I don't want zero star reviews. But thank you so much. All right. Bohan wants zero star reviews. <laughs> wants to know if we totally suck ass. <laughs> but if you got to this point in the podcast, you can't really think this is a zero star, right? Unless you really hate yourself. It's you listen this star. entire time just to give a zero star review. <laughs> that's that's concerning. Whatever. Just please leave us a review. It's one of the only ways we could really get this podcast out there. So Thank you so much, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Next time. Until next time. Yes, yes. <laughs>